0: hey I just want you to know that my amazing uh, Bingtown convergence joke is still good and <laughs> I have listened to my own playlist like several times mm-hmm. help me help me clean my room but so thanks Phil Collins I love Phil
1: it is really amazing like how many of the titles at least are like straight does they sound like they could be straight from the story
0: yeah. Keep Radio. We're coming to you from inside the walls. This is episode 32, Mad Ship, chapters 31 through 35, and I'm Rachel, a rereader. I'm
2: Alyssa, a rereader. I'm Jenny, and I'm a new reader.
1: I'm Eli, a new reader.
3: Elena, a new reader.
2: And I'm Ashley, and I'm a
0: new reader. First up, corrections, omissions, and announcements. I have a correction for myself. Uh, I'm pretty sure that in spoiler section in the last episode, I repeatedly referred to R2 as Lavoy. That's my bad. Sorry.
4: How dare you? Became,
0: They're pivotal they became, characters.
5: How yeah, could,
0: so, I don't. Large, smelly semen. So How
1: dare you say such things about my boy, Lavoie?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was R2, which is unfortunate. <laughs> All right. Uh, reminder that we have a, content warnings on chapter thirty-one for rape-related trauma, and also for chapter thirty-three for attempted rape of a point-of-view character. Any other announcements before we sail on?
6: Before we sail on. Excellent. Oh, Thank
0: you. All right. The so first on up
6: fire tonight, you guys, is
0: me with chapter thirty-one. It's called the Calm. So, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not kidding, but I'm kidding. So, we open with Kefria thinking very vapid thoughts, as is her brand, and the rapidly character arcing Malta is all, quote, mother do you ever look at yourself and wonder if there's someone else inside and it's like yes malta arc harder and then capria (laughs) decides to focus on a bruised spot on the back of malta's neck instead of the words that are coming out of her mouth (laughs) and i just want you to remember that so malta is trying hard to articulate herself her self-analysis a thing more characters could benefit from capria is letting her realize that she wants to be more than the husband that she lands and it's like we can feel the feminism in the air but of course, Kefria would rather point out that the state trap is going to be at the ball and like other men's stuff and also mercenaries, which leaves Malta to explain to her mother what a trade blockade is and it's time to discuss a surrender with the Trade Federation. Wait, I really think a comet should just come down and hit Kefrio full in the face at this point and then I can talk more about Star Wars. But instead of that blessed event, Kefrio flutters about Devad Promising to introduce Malta to the Say Trap, and all this wasteful talking is going to make them late, so get to the priming. So, Jump to Cirilla, who is stressed because not only did the rest of Cosgo's entourage come ashore with her, thus negating Cirilla's safe distance policy, Cosgo is also making a swift recovery, and I really don't think that she should be surprised by this because she's not poisoning him anymore. So anyways, (laughs) a well well Cosgo means that he does not need a special envoy, so she's looking forward to the dance so that she can mean girl and get some clout back. I don't know. She's interested in getting some Rainwild trader contacts because mysterious economic impacts and she's also distracted by the absolute squalor that she's currently staying in i mean the servants only bring wash water twice a day god and there are earthquakes (laughs) and it's all very bumpkin so cyril's thoughts about Devot's place in bingtown yada yada relationship between big town and rainwells is also stuff i feel like that she's been studying her whole life and i don't know why she's suddenly putting it all together but maybe you have to like be in the space so cyrilla is still unable to focus entirely on these future opportunities because she's also dealing with this trauma that has been left to her after her treatment by the chelcidian captain her body even still bears the bruises and she is determined to quote create for herself a place where no man has authority over her she has kind of a sad scene in her room. But meanwhile, over at Tanira House, Greg and Rain have become some kind of comedy duo, and they are veiling up <laughs> for dinner. Rain has lent Greg his wardrobe so that he can leave the Kendry and visit his family, where Rain happens to also be staying. And they're hiding Greg from the family servants even in order to make sure that no one gets when he's in town because Greg has become a revolutionary figure for the anti jamelian young men of Bingtown and the authorities are very interested in his whereabouts. But of course, Greg wants to go to the ball and Rain is all, wear my thick veil, it's fine. And we'll tell everyone you're my cousin and no one will ask to see your face because we're all so ugly. And then Rain (laughs) tells Greg to go clean up the dirty R2 unit like he even knows how to use a rag. I mean, LOL, excuse me. So Devad's smelly coach picks up Malta and the fam, and they're taken to the ball in the exact opposite experience of Cinderella. But at this point, I don't know what Malta expects. And Malta takes her homemade dress and her homemade jams to the ball. And there she observes that the traitors are doing traitor stuff, and the rainwilders are being veiled, and none of them are rain, and the satrap and his entourage are holding court, and her old friend Dello is being a stupid boar who comprehends nothing of importance, and whose anxieties over tripping while curtsying are so far beneath Malta's current concerns that I feel like Malta should just drop her and her stupid brother. I'm over them. They serve no more purposes. And now comes my true punishment. Several paragraphs from the point of view of Devad Restart. Devad is a sweaty, he's as sweaty, lonely, and unrefined inside his head as he is in- outside of it. His current thoughts are about how proud he is of himself for thinking of the idea that Malta should marry the Satrap. And also for stopping to insult Cyrilla's dress, he is off to live his momentous life. <laughs> I hate you all for making me do the Devad chapter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So as short as the little Devad segment was, I think that it gives that little bit of insight that he you weren't sure what his motives were before, but now it seems like maybe he kind of blames the Rainwilders for his wife dying.
0: Yeah, he blames the blood plague and like Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like maybe his maybe it was his wife's family that knew what the hell they were doing and he was just along for the ride
3: yeah he, he was just yeah, the the pretty face and the important name and they were the ones getting shit done
5: i think pretty face is
3: Devad was the pretty face <laughs> well we don't we don't know what he looked like when he was you know <laughs> young and not sad I don't know, but that whole little section was super
5: creepy with how he was talking about Malta, and I wanted him.
1: Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it was... So I read that section, and I was like, oh, finally, we get to the narrative purpose this motherfucker serves. He's going to blow up everybody's plans. Oh my god, I hate him.
0: Well, the fact that he thinks that he can just insult the Rainwilders to the degree of stealing, you know, a person who's essentially, you know affianced to this mm-hmm. Rainwild princeling. Like, these are like the richest, these are the richest people on the planet, possibly. And he's like, no, we're gonna take her and give her to this shithead over here so that <laughs> your political aspirations are less likely to coalesce. I mean, if I if I didn't know that he was stupid, I would think he was really smart. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But he is a moron. He's a
1: moron. (laughs) He is a moron.
3: And not to mention the fact that the Satrap is just so personally fucking disgusting. And, like, you know, I think it just kind of shows that Devad has no actual, like, feelings or human compassion for the vestrit family or the members of it because he's not saying that all he's like oh it's prestige he's the satrap of course that's like better that would be awesome the satrap's fucking gross like it takes two minutes in his company for that to become obvious he's n- not okay he's not an okay person yeah but Devod can't even look in the mirror and realize that he's gross
1: <laughs> he's he's a pretty unobservant guy
4: yeah Except for when he needs to comment on somebody's plain dress in which case.
0: Poor Cyrilla's dress. I
4: know. I'm like, <laughs> leave her alone. Everybody comments on her dress. It's sad. A dress that it say... took her
3: like
5: two hours to put
0: on because she was having a
3: breakdown. Yeah, right. And that she like very specifically chose. She's like, I know the Bingtown people are conservative. I don't want to insult anybody by being a Jamalian whore. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the number of times they comment on Cyrilla's The way she's dressed or the way she looks is just like baffling Mm -hmm. in this these But I wanna know what Cirilla
5: would think of of the north and the six duchies when she thinks that Bingtown is squalor because we had I know, I know (laughs) those barbarians up north without glass in their windows. Like Well it's like they (laughs) only
0: bathe twice a day. Like (laughs) Fitz
5: didn't take a bath for like three years. Well, (laughs) Let's not use him as
4: our gauge for for all. The buck so, keep. what do you think
0: smells worse, Divi Town or or the Six Duchies? Like does <laughs> Buckkeep stink? Can you smell it? Just as you're fits
1: his in? room. You can yeah, smell it's, it's it's his room. From they're like, outside. yeah, when
4: the wind goes a certain direction, there's this really bad smell. And we can't figure out where it comes from. <laughs> so.
3: I'm I'm gonna go with I think Divi Town smells worse because it's further south. And having lived in New Orleans, yeah. like there is a certain you know, there's a certain something to a festering seafood yeah. garbage. Some like so pissed, what you're saying is that you the know in summer.
4: Yeah, things ferment so. in that in that warm, humid climate much faster than they do yeah. in others. <laughs> yeah. So just and there's for no, that, there's like... no
5: glass on the windows, to, so it lets the air flow.
0: Uh oh, so that's silly. probably really important and also by design. It's not that they can't, yeah. Yeah. It's not like they don't want glass. It's just that it's poor it's bad for the design of the buildings.
3: <laughs> well, if if their buildings are are built to like maintain heat in the winter perhaps because the winters are long and cold there, um it would actually make more sense to have smaller windows.
0: Little holes that you just peep out of.
5: But big enough yeah, for fit cool to will. like fly Shimmy into. Shimmy through.
0: Just yeah, he's a sh- he shimmies in. <laughs> On his
5: like bed sheet rope.
0: Uh do we like Dello's little it was kind of like a reminder of how far Malta has come. Where she's like
1: yeah. How do you know things? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's like, gosh, you know stuff, you sound like a man and it's like, Oh, yeah. are you Althea now? <laughs> <laughs>
5: I appreciate Malta's growth. Yeah. I do too. It needed to happen.
3: Yeah. I think this, this section for for me was really big with, with Malta or maybe like the last section and this section kind of together, but she's um, definitely growing on me. I even thought like it was sweet the way she had that moment of like, Oh God, like is Dello going to be, is, is Delo going to mean girl me right here? You know? Um, and then she didn't. It's like, Oh, we're besties again. <laughs>
1: The whole yeah, from... family, even. The whole family is starting to grow. Maybe a little bit at this point.
5: We'll get there. We'll get eventually. there. But, yeah. Starts with Malta. Shockingly.
3: Well, I don't know. I think Malta's got that, um... What what do they call it in uh, The Wheel of Time? She's got that kind of, like, main character vibe going. T- like, she has that she's energy to her. <laughs> yeah, she's a Teveran. Like... Yeah, the the pattern weaves around her.
0: <laughs> I think that we have those already in the Robin Hobb universe and they're called catalysts.
3: Catalyst. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Reminder to our listeners, I haven't read the other books. <laughs> I'm making jazz hands right now, but you can't see it. Now you but, know what you're doing. Maybe
0: well I guess maybe Malta could be a catalyst.
4: I, I shh yeah. I would go back to why she hears the dragons for me. As to yeah. To whether I could definitively like, say yes or no.
0: It seems like she's got her fingers
3: in, like, important pots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's certainly part of whatever prophecy Amber ha- has a hold of.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. Uh, what do we think about
0: the Rain and Grag duo? I have duo. It's do you, true. Do you... <laughs> I like their I like their little outfits. I think they're gonna show up and they're gonna like <laughs> their little outfits. show up.
4: I like when he's like, yo, I'm gonna have to teach you how to drink wine through that veil. Like let me give you let you me give statement. you the pro tips.
5: <laughs> I appreciate Greg just being like, I don't like wearing all this stuff all over my face <laughs> because that's how I feel about our mask wearing days right now.
0: Do you think that like Rag is like the rain wilder with a straw? <laughs>
6: <laughs> yes.
0: They're like, we don't use those. He's like, mine's curly. I found a curly straw. Yeah. That's what I'm doing.
2: Yeah,
1: he has one of those hats, twenty four
0: straws. Yeah. He's like, I'll put I'll put one of those light up jewels on it and it'll look
4: fancy. Yeah, attach a little flame <laughs> stone, he's good to go.
5: You just call the curly straw, a, you know, a rain-wild elderling magic, and then everyone will be like, wow. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Teneras seem, like, cool. I'm kind of, like, back over on their side where I'm like, oh, they actually seem, like, super decent and, like, the cool family compared to, like, the Vestrits yeah. or the Trells. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, true well, not- progressives.
3: Yeah, and 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 all of them seem to like have a um I guess their own sort of point of view. Like I love his mom just being like don't be fucking stupid. Like put that shit back on, get used to it, get over yourself like y- you know, you can't you can't be seen. And she's not being hysterical about it. She's just being like so matter of fact, but it's like actually yeah, you know, none of the servants need to know because like it's a a running theme through these books that like the servants gossip and they're gonna tattle on your ass Mm -hmm. like just keep it secret
5: they seem like a family that actually likes each other Mm -hmm. unlike the Vestrits who were kind of (laughs) like not all on the same page ever until like major crises happen
3: yeah Yeah, because the the Vestrits don't, in fact, like each other, or if they do, they don't take the time to actually, like, acknowledge that or build on that. They're like, oh, family is duty, and it's, like, these chains of obligation, and, like, you have to do what you must for the family, whereas, like, the Teneras are actually, like, we are a family, and we choose to, like, be a family and grow our bonds and, like, like each other and, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're still pretty structurally similar to a family like the Vestrits,
0: because, You know she even i don't remember her name but mother Tanira, she's like oh i wish i wish your father were here you know she still like seeks his Mm -hmm. authority as like the ultimate like help which is kind of like how kefria is with kyle but i feel like like mother Tanira is still capable of running her running her shit without him whereas like Mm -hmm. kefria Mm -hmm. just is just waiting for kyle to get back and right. I know it's, that it's like... Kefria has, like, told herself that when Kyle gets back, she's going to tell him what's what. But, you know, we just saw this whole scene where instead of actually, like, trying to engage with Malta in these heavy topics, all she cared about was
3: the dance. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say with the the mother and father Tanira, it's, like, the the actual interdependent couple where, like, they f- they both have their sh- personal shit together but they choose to consult with each other and to make sure that like everything that they're doing is, you know, kind of on the same page for the good of the team whereas like Kephri is dependent on Kyle. The only time she acts for herself is when he is not there.
6: Yeah. Agreed.
0: All right, are we ready? Yeah. Are we ready for for more ball talk? <laughs>
4: we talk about yes. balls? Oh, that ball. Oh my like, god. I, was to god. I, was like, I will yeah. go.
0: The <laughs> Netherfield Ball.
2: <laughs> Chapter 32 is called The Storm. Back at the ball, we never left. Malta and Dello are caught goofing off by Kefria, and it's the most gay Malta says she's felt in a while, and I agree, it's pretty gay. As they draw lots to be presented, Malta gets the shortest stick and is presented last and walks alone as they announce her by Malta Vestrit instead of Malta Haven. She's only a little mad, though, as she descends the stairs and immediately starts judging the fashion. Then Devad does his most grotesque action, yet he, quote, waggles his fingers and desperately tries to get Malta's attention. (laughs) Quote, Malta was dying. Same. This was gay moments ago, and now it's the opposite of that. Devad presents Malta to the satrap, and she takes this opportunity to give him a piece of her mind. She tells him it's his fault that her father is gone and her family is without a live ship, and she's very calm as she thinks, well, this is curtains for me. I went and did it. <laughs> but I guess to make up for the loss of her family's livelihood, the satrap thinks the best way to remedy that is by dancing with, tr- with her, which, okay... He uses this opportunity for sexual harassment and coercion, and I wish he would walk face first into his own low bar. (laughs) (laughs) But Rain shows up like a tall glass of water with a taller glass of wine, but Malta's really shaken and wants her mum. He turns to the nearest person and just hands him the wine and leads her to Kefria without hesitation, which I appreciated. And Malta starts to tell her mom about the satrap saying he'd rescued her dad, but Rain butts in and belittles her. And she snaps at him so bad Kefria is like, "Uh, I left the oven on and pieces right the fuck out. (laughs) Rain apologizes, and Malta snaps at him again and realizes that, uh-oh, this is how her dad talks to her mom. But here he comes. It's Sir Trell. He's after a dance, and Rain is like, nah, bro, this one is ours, and he whirls Sir Wint onto the dance floor. Oh, no, nope, that's my fanfiction doc. <laughs> Sorry, I have to click back in. I was just trying to make up for the lack of gayness, but Rain does whirl Malta onto the dance floor. Apparently, according to Robin Hobb, we should all throw out our horoscopes and do a square dance, because that's how you figure out how compatible you are with someone. (laughs) Malta and Rain's dance is perfect and romantic and a lively jig, and it goes cold really fast when he patronizes her about leading her in her steps, so she's done and goes straight for the wine table. It's... It's Sirwin's time to shine, though, because Rain is dancing with Cyrilla, who is not even the pretty one. So she may as well dance with Sirwin, who is not even the pretty one, and their dance sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we find out that it was Gragor Gore who prevented Rain from running after Malta so that he could dance with Cyrilla and get info about the plot against the Satrap and the raising of the Town, and the threat against the Rain Wilds. The only solution, Cirilla says, is to be the kidnappers first and steal the Satrap and Kiki. Rain is like, ugh, fine, and tells Malta he's leaving but can't tell her why, and she's texting on her phone and not even looking at him like, I don't care if you get hit by a car. But he's pretty heartbroken, and he runs off into the night. Addicted to misery, Malta keeps dancing with Sirwin until her mom interrupts and says, this party is deader than my dreams when I married Kyle. <laughs> But wait, no one can leave without saying bye to Malta's new bestie, the Satrap. Cosgo Cots went and made himself a guest of the Vestrits, despite Ronica's protests, so they all get in the horse wagon except Devad, who has to ride strapped to the roof like a mattress. (laughs) Uh. Malta is so uncomfortable next to the Satrap, but the hero of this chapter, the Bingtown Harbor, is on fire to spare us more of that. The coach lurches forward, speeding up, and they see it's trying to evade a mysterious highwayman. Which ronica is Ronica is like, "Oh, quel impossible! Not in my town!" And the <laughs> carriage turns over and. I want to take a moment of silence for the horse that is sadly lost in this event, and I imagine it was a nice chestnut brown horse who was really loyal with beautiful dark eyelashes, who liked apples and scratches on his mane, and I guess Devad is dead too. Ronica and Kefria find a traumatized Selden in the dark, but they're fine and ultimately find Malta still alive, but unconscious in the coach. The end.
0: Oh. I think that Cyrilla like literally being at a ball where she doesn't know anyone and she dances with a series of men whose faces she cannot see. And she <laughs> spills her guts to both of them immediately. <laughs> <laughs> is a whole thing. <laughs>
5: she wanted contact contacts. Yeah,
0: she
1: she's did. not a spy. It's she's not used she, to conspiracy. She...
0: No, but I feel like I I don't I mean, I know that this needs to happen in order to, to make the plot go, but to make the plot go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you just <laughs> got off a ship where you couldn't trust she's anyone. She's a bad bitch. She's them. just
4: going for it. She's traumatized as she, she all is. hell. Like, what else does she have to lose at this point?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she at this point, she's like, I have chosen the this side based on what I read in a book. Yeah. Or what wasn't written in the book. I <laughs> guess you
2: could say it's a chapter full of pacing. Because uh-huh. dances. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that she
5: picks out a Rainwilder, but it's not actually Rainwilder. It's Greg.
6: Yeah. that leads her to
0: It was the swirly straw, you know. It, it caught
3: her eye. <laughs> well, I, I, I found it very interesting from like a sort of literary device perspective that we don't actually get much of the, like very much of the politics or like the plan or intention in the scene with Cyrilla And then... Um, the, the scene at the ball here where she's actually, like, making things happen is, like, we don't actually know whether she even believes that there's a conspiracy or whether she is totally, like, making this shit up so that she can take control.
0: Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she spills her guts because it doesn't matter what she spills. She just needs these people to act. hmm
3: Yeah. Or okay. is it, like, actually, like, totally legitimate that she's like, okay, I i just put this together and these these seem like my first and potentially only opportunity so i here we go it's do or die i don't know
0: we also have we also have the return of yet another romance novel trope in which people gab on the dance floor
4: and it's private (laughs) (laughs)
6: right
4: no one can hear them no they're drowning in the music rachel they can't hear anything (laughs) going on around them
1: <laughs> yeah, because they're blaring Apple Bottom jeans.
4: Apple Bottom jeans What the fur, with the fur,
2: the, the, the horse's name song. was Apple Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Belonged to the Jean family. R.I.P. Apple Bottom.
6: <laughs>
5: we can celebrate Devon's death.
0: I don't like. Yeah, I celebrate. mean, he was about to have his momentous night.
6: He
1: yeah, I mean, he momentous. had pretty much engaged Malta to the satrap. He did that himself.
6: Yep.
5: I mean, I'm not going to lie, I cheered.
4: <laughs> I was so nervous for him, though, when they're like, you got to sit up top. And I'm like, but the last time he was supposed to get up top, he was he like, I get can't up get there. up there. But this is, like, <laughs> when you're in gym class and they made you do some, like, crazy thing where you're like, I know I'm going to fail miserably. At this, he had, to climb, had, he to, had to, to climb the rope. He had to climb the rope. I'm sure they have bungee cords. He's going to fucking figure it out. And then he fucking dies. But he also, like, this is another character where it was just like, blam, he's dead. Because we had that with Saadar <laughs> and then with Devad, where it's just out of nowhere. It's like, they're, they're gone. We're not talking about it. They're just dead. Nope.
6: You
0: have reached the end of your usefulness in this narrative. Please exit the narrative. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, it's nice because, like, it also makes me, like, be very suspicious anytime I get a new point of view where I'm like, is this person going to die now?
1: Mm. Yeah. I thought it was especially terrifying when... uh, we realized that the satrap trap was like basically like, oh okay, I'm not living at Devad's anymore. I'm not living at your house, little girl. Oh,
0: yeah, but I'm like, yeah. not. You're gonna make it twelve hours before you huff like pack your shit and leave because they don't have anything. They don't like, <laughs> <laughs>
5: like Yeah, if, if, it's if not Davids gonna be nice. <laughs> Like, they don't even have servants to bring you wash water. Rach isn't gonna do that.
6: Yeah, no,
0: Rach is not doing that. (laughs) They don't have all the- like, if they want to eat, like, Ronica has to cook it. Like, no. (laughs) They're safe. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna be like, well, Bingtown hospitality sucks, and it's like, yeah. You should go home.
1: No (laughs) rewards worth this? (laughs)
0: I did think about when when that part uh, when Devad got up there, Ashley, when you were like, "I don't know."
6: Oh God! <laughs> yeah.
4: I thought maybe we'd get like a—he tried to get up and he fumbles, and then they have to like you know booty push him up into the seat or something.
6: But... <laughs> I'm glad like that his last. The carriage yeah. the I'm
4: glad that his last moments weren't quite so embarrassing for him. He had some dignity, even though he was a piece of shit. <laughs>
0: Oh, carriage. I mean, how many people did they have, like, shoved in that carriage, though? Too so, Veronica, Kefria, Malta, the Satrap, and Kiki. So, five and people. Selden. and Selden.
4: Oh, and Selden, and Selden, Selden. sorry.
0: Yeah. I'm so sorry, Selden.
4: <laughs> we have no idea how old he is, so who knows how big he is.
0: Six people <laughs> shoved inside. Two people up top. One horse. That
4: poor horse. Oh, gosh. Gosh. That poor horse. <laughs> yeah. No wonder so it's not a
0: big carriage. It's not like a high-rise carriage. It's a it's
4: not a double-decker. And it oh, and also
0: what did she say it smelled of smelled of old stale wine when they were going to the dance?
5: No, I thought that they had a hired coach to go to the dance. Oh, and okay. they took yeah, and it back. smelled, so she wasn't it smelled like, like it was DNA. dirty.
1: Okay. But she couldn't stop thinking about how his coach used to smell like Dead pig, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. never
4: forget, Groves.
0: Well, you know, it was about time we had some
4: highwaymen. Really, I love that they actually <laughs> called him a highwayman, and all I think of is <laughs> Anne of Green Gables when she does the poem. <laughs> mm-hmm. So good. So, so as as a piece
3: of like linguistic, um, you know, anachronism. Where did that word come from? Because I feel like there's not really like a lot of highways anywhere, like in the Cursed Shores. And Um, here we
5: come to our section of the podcast where we have like our term of the.
4: We need a little like a a little song to play when it comes up, like the Daily Double Sound or something. (laughs) Term of the week. What is the etymology of this one? Do 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 do. -do 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 It's the term of the week.
3: Well, I, I mean, like, in, a, in an actual, you know, historical sense, like, the word highwayman does come from, like, actual highway, and that was highway right. as opposed to lowway because it was, like, the roads that were built up, up, like, upward, um, so they wouldn't flood um, as opposed to being built at ground level. Um, but, like, there's no roads to fucking anywhere in Bingtown. They take ships. Like, they don't have roads there. <laughs> well, like, there's it,
0: the one road that goes from from the harbor to the Vestrit's house. That's it. That's the road.
3: <laughs> But that's not a highway. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's a road. That's not a highway. He was a Maybe. dirtway man.
2: <laughs> this is why <ironic> incredulous. <laughs>
5: <laughs> like, why is there highwaymen here? We don't have any highways. You don't have
0: any highways. <laughs> I don't
1: know. In <laughs> Bing <Sir>. town. Never.
0: <gasps> Sir, the, we can't support you here. You have to go.
5: You can only have highways in Jamalia.
0: Go there. <laughs> go to Jamalia. Uh, yeah. Uh, shall we move on to chapter thirty-three?
3: Um, in just a second, I, I just want to express my disappointment in like Rain, and this actually shows how sort of inexperienced he is around women. Because yeah, like he, like everything he could have done wrong in all of those arguments, he did I wrong. I know yeah. it was so sad. <laughs> yeah,
2: he should have danced <laughs> with Sirwin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate though that that. Hob did this that this way though because up until now we've been very suspicious of Rain and Malta together because we felt that he was controlling or like too worldly and she was too naive and in, in this case we see that he's failing utterly at attempting to you know persuade her in any kind of direction so Mm -hmm. it makes any other decisions that have to do with malta and him seem more
3: true and less manipulation Mm -hmm. yeah and and also hand clap to malta for that recognition this was how her father spoke to her mother but she couldn't stop it like (laughs) because we do we absorb like the patterns that we hear and sometimes they just come flying out in those like moments of You know, where you're not stopping to be conscious of what you're doing. You're just reacting. And then it's like, oh, God, I've, you know, I would never, I would never say that to someone. But yet here I am saying that, that, oh, God, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Recognition is the first step, right?
6: So she doesn't have to fix
3: it right now, but she knows what she's doing. Yep. You can't fix it until you recognize it. Um, So I'm ready for chapter 33 if everyone else is. Oh, chapter 33 proofs um just a reminder there's a content warning on this chapter for attempted rape of a point of view character um uh, so first of all i got the long chapter again um this time i i I jumped at it because um it has all of the old school romance devil crazy sauce and i am a slut for that so here we are (laughs) Um, we open with Kenneth being his usual cheerful and trusting self, by which I mean lying awake, waiting for Etta to get back to his room after she boned Wintrow, uh, following the boys' manly show of bravery in the fight that day. And he's, like, he's not bothered. Like, he's, no, he absolutely is not bothered by this. Um, so while he's being not bothered, he reflects on the new and improved plans that he drew up for Divi Town, now that he's not working from memory. And, uh, we learn that he, um... Got all of his town planning skills uh, from his father, who apparently spent a lot of time doing that um, to draw up all the plans for uh, what do they call it, Key Island, when he was a little boy. And um, that that dream lasted until Ingrid came, and there's like that dramatic curtain closed because we can't see those memories. Um, so, you know, Kenneth being Kenneth confronts his harlot directly about her behavior. Like, so uh, how was the boy? And you helped him, huh? And finally, like, kind of gets a little closer to the point. Like, so did you wash in Wintrow's chamber? And Etta's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. When I said we were arguing about the value of philosophy, like, we were arguing about the value of philosophy. Like, we weren't boning. Um, and she, uh... She reminds him, or maybe just tells him because he didn't know that, Kenneth, nobody gets to butter my biscuits but you. And like <laughs> he just he can't even because his he's actually like relieved and super happy about this, but it's being totally dismissive and like, Oh, I mean, like, uh I, I just thought like you'd only want me till someone better came along, but I mean if, like you're faithful, like I mean I guess that's cool. Um So, Etta explains that, hey, Wintro's like a sweet boy, and he is super sold on your vision and thinks like you're this instrument of saw, and Kenneth is real happy that he can abandon his plan to replace Wintro with Wintetta Jr., and declares, hey, why don't we take Wintro to the Other's Island and get him a prophecy, too? Um, Then we jump across some measure of ocean to Althea on Paragon. She is down in the hold, where the two crew members she set to digging out of barrel a rotting barrel or a barrel of rotting pork are most definitely not doing that one of them is super simple and the other is the rapist r2 and he is feeling rapey so when he tries to say oops the other watch is going to have to do all the work on this after all althea breaks his insubordination dream and says no bitch you're on watch until it's found so then he grabs her and althea is basically trapped in the hold with no backup and no reliable way to get help she isn't sure what paragon would do and she doesn't think anybody would hear her and if r2 were to actually succeed she knows he would have to kill her afterward so she's pretty much on her own and they brawl a bit she gets some good blows in but he's stronger uh, ultimately she ends up giving him a headbutt um she misses his nose but breaks his front teeth and he's pretty much out of the fight but althea is not done she's like no nah, this fucker's a lesson this this is not happening. Althea Vestrid is a boss bitch. So she puts a freight hook through his shirt and literally drags him up the ladder behind her and onto the deck and goes for the railing. And the sailors are sort of watching with awe and good old Lavoy is watching like the best adjective, quote, incuriously. <laughs> Which like of course he's <laughs> fucking curious as fuck. Who wouldn't be? Like, whoa, this bitch is dragging this guy up a fucking ladder by herself. But like no, I can't betray that. I'm, I'm the I'm the wall. I'm Lavoy the wall. So Brashin busts out onto the deck and he's like roars at Lavoy, "What is going on? Why haven't you put a stop to this?" And it's like comedic gold. Lavoy, sir. Lavoy looked puzzled. Not my watch, sir. The second seems to have it well in hand. He hardened his tone to one of command as he asked her, "Am I correct? Can you handle your task, Althea? I'm throwing the rotten meat overboard like you ordered, sir?" The captain shrugged. Carry on. <laughs> Um so Althea's saved not Althea R2 is saved from the brink of death by Lop the Simpleton who shows up with buckets of rotted meat that he found and these of course are nommed immediately by a serpent uh which is hanging out trying to talk to Paragon it's it's green with dandelion eyes I think this is our friend the bard and then half the <laughs> would be hero attacks it against both Althea and brashan's orders she yanks him out of the way and then you know, gets left facing the serpent like you do. Um, it's got venom spraying onto the ship and it's melting wood and it's melting skin and Paragon screaming, I know you! And when Brashen comes to help her fight, like Althea misses the eye she was aiming for. Um, But it accidentally finds a soft spot behind the jaw, I'm guessing, like venom sack. And so then it's like spraying blood and even more poison everywhere before the serpent, quote, fell back and sank beneath the waves. And Gratian's face is all scalded scalded, and Althea's worried he's blinded and Paragon's just laughing wildly. I knew you and you knew me. By your poisons, I knew myself. Blood is memory! (laughs) Then... Then we hop over to Ronica Vestra, sitting, watching out the window at Bingtown Burning, and remembering the long walk home that took all night and into the morning. Uh, on the walk, Malta confirmed that the horsemen had taken the satrap and the companion they could find and left her for dead. Um, Ronica isn't going to sit around and wait for the fighting and the riots to get to her door. She has Malta and Selden sleeping while they can, and she's packing up the bare necessities um, that they will, will need to walk to the farm. Um out in the country that i guess was her family's uh portion for her suddenly there's a pounding at the door someone claiming to be rain coopers ronica grabs her husband's old marlin spike from his desk before she opens that door just in case but it is rain and boy is he in for a bad surprise he takes one look at quote the battered old woman and says by my honor i prayed it was not true and malta He keeps babbling about how Malta had said she was in a hired coach. He hadn't expected her to be there. Ronica's like, your men left her to die. Good day. But he's not having that. He busts through the door. We have to go now. We have to get to the harbor. We can get on the Kendry and go upriver. And Ronica's trying to be like, dude, go. Good good day, sir. Good day. But Rain just runs into the house screaming for Malta and eventually finds her bedroom and literally picks her up in her blanket and, 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 like, carries her out of her room i'm taking her the rest of you should come too but that's up to you i can't force you to come but i won't leave malta and keffrey is like starting to say oh you have no right and then my favorite paragraph of the whole book rain gave a sudden wild laugh by saw she dreamed true yes i take her now i have the right by blood or gold the debt is owed i claim her he babbled the crazy words he looked down into her face she is mine. And I was just like, oh my God, Rain, you're the best. <laughs> just fell in love with Rain. Okay. <laughs> so Caprio keeps trying to argue with him and um Veronica's like, he's right. get in and go. Just get the fuck out of here while you can. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna come. I'm I'm gonna stick in a Barry Divide and like have some tea with my friend Raish. Like, just go. So they do. Finally, uh we get back to Althea. Um, Clef knocks on her door. And because the captain wants to see her, and she's like, Oh my god, Brashin, what the fuck? I'm sleeping off this serpent slang hangover. Why? But um, it's important that we find out um, how Brashin's doing with all of this. Uh, apparently, serpent slime makes human skin blister and swell, and it makes pit marks in wizard wood. When Paragon's been like super ranty and then silent, Amber is very worried. Althea's got 99 problems, but at least Brashin being blind isn't one of them, so that's a win. Uh, they talk shop you know half is gonna live he just won't be quite so pretty and brashan's gonna like have to you know probably take a few stri- stripes out of his back to uh um get him to be more obedient going forward you know like happens with sailors apparently um and he says oh by the way i'm taking r2 off your watch because uh he begged Lavoy to go on his shift and like volunteered to take all of the shittiest jobs and then wept with gratitude when Lavoy said okay um what the fuck did you do to him <laughs> and then he's like, oh, wait, Captain uh, Vestrit said don't ever, like, interfere with the crew when they're having power plays if it's handled. So, um, by the way, I have feelings. And Althea's like, mm, I do too, but I can't tell him that or it's just going to get worse. So, you know, she kisses him and then is like, I'm strong enough to walk away. Bye. <laughs> and uh, Clef was, you know, watching that, but I don't know if that matters. The end. Oh,
0: this chapter is so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot.
3: A lot of shit so happens. Much. I didn't remember literally the only thing I remembered was the scene with rain and I was like, "Oh my god, I have to have it, I'm like, "Holy fuck, there's so much more here, but like that was the part that mattered."
0: <laughs> I mean, it starts out with like we're going to take we're going to take windrow to others island.
3: Yeah, that's a big move, Kenneth. <laughs> that's a
0: big. That's like alarm bells. Like, what's going on? And then we have the attempted rape scene that does not end in the rapist being fucking thrown to the serpent. What as he I know
4: deserves. that's that was so annoying to me. I'm like, all the people were just gonna kill off, and this motherfucker gets to be like the dirty work bitch on the boat. Ugh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's that's like somehow. His appropriate punishment. And Mm. I just feel like if I was the captain of that ship, I wouldn't, and I've said this in in the spoiler section before, if I was, if I was Brashen, I wouldn't want that motherfucker on my ship and I would kill him myself.
4: She also didn't tell anybody exactly what happened, though. Like, they're all just, hey, like, they got into it and she handled it, so...
3: Except that, like, Brashin knows he's a fucking rapist. And, right. Like, and Paragon really was like, she's do.
4: being killed. Go get her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's a fair assumption. Yeah.
0: And they're all like, well, I guess she took care of it because we don't want to challenge her status as the second. And if she says it's okay, we have to, like, I mean, like, I understand that she has to hold her own and that we, they you know, Brashin accepting her word that she's fine is respect. But it's ah, uh, it bothers me so much. It just just throw that fucker overboard.
4: Yeah, he's a worthless piece of yep. shit. Like
3: he's clearly like not willing to do the work, and he's like. You know creating insubordination in other crew members who like because clearly like the the you know Simple Jack or whatever his name was um, had no problem actually doing the work when he was like kind of not being no 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 we don't actually have to do oh, that. Oh yeah they right? were that just spashing around. Suggestion. they were
4: like oh, we'll do whatever we want. Yeah. It also was like alarming at how quickly she like walked in the room and he's like I'm gonna rape you. It's like whoa like there was not really build up <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to that at
1: all. Yeah it was scary.
4: Yeah, it was really scary, actually. It was really
0: scary. I hate reading. I hated it. Yeah. Ugh. Uh. Um. It, 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 yeah. we've I've, I've said my piece in the spoiler section. I just not. I don't agree. I don't agree with this, this trope being used in this manner as a crowbar for Althea's growth. I know. It sucks. Uh, so after so then we get the the serpent attack, right?
1: Yeah. Did you um, guys notice that the um the the thing they we were talking about earlier, the serpents? Uh, I I guess Sosoria got injured, and uh, or Shriver got in. in no so sorry sorry got injured and trevor was like oh if it had been any closer to his venom or his poison sack he could have died and it was Ah. on the side of his head and that i think that's what she stabbed Mm -hmm. and that's why he died
0: that's why he died okay whoever this whoever this nameless
3: serpent is well, did did it actually die? Because it, it it you know kind of sank beneath the waves, but it's know. left a little ambiguous whether it was like actually dead or just giving up. There's
4: already been some animal I, like, death in this section, so let's just be optimistic and say that he lived.
6: <laughs> yeah, I like
3: this. Well, and then the only reason I say that is because I was actually going to summarize, like in the summarizing, gonna say that he died and then I went back for like textual confirmation of that and was like oh it's like it's semi implied but it also might just be like they gave up so maybe not
6: well
1: regardless I think that that's what happened he got stabbed in his little his little poison sack and he was leaking poison everywhere and he was breathing it instead of what he should be breathing right Poison.
0: so basically they drown in their own poisons
1: I think so. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and Paragon's just getting high on serpent poison. (laughs) I loved. Mm -hmm. it. I loved
4: that, like he was being his normal, like quote unquote, crazy manic self, but it was like an actual, like proper response to what was happening.
3: Yeah, like for once, he's actually like being completely (laughs) honest and truthful, and like on
4: point. He was shocked, and he should be like, "What the
6: fuck? I knew you." (laughs) by your blood i know myself
3: Ah! (laughs) there were just so there were so many lines that just need to be they just need to be shouted across like you know like a stage in this chapter like it was very it was so theatrical
0: yeah that that was a bad day on the paragon wasn't great (laughs) at
3: least they didn't flip over hey (laughs) Small horses. Got to look on the
6: bright side.
3: <laughs> it's because that
4: hold was packed so well. Good job, Althea. <laughs> yeah. And now Brashin and Althea at this point have quite a lot of experience in dealing with serpents. So, hmm, they should get their Girl Scout patches for that. <laughs> Merit badges, yeah, that's what they're called. Can you tell I was never a Girl
6: Scout? <laughs> <laughs> those things, you know the those
4: badges
5: things you get. I was a Daisy, a Brownie, a Junior, and a Girl Scout. Wow. Or a cadet. Yeah. Like I, oh, I went
0: to I went to exactly one Brownie meeting, and they tried to make me make a cotton ball snoopy doll and i said no and i left (laughs) i made it
5: until you had to do a big like you know volunteer activity and i was like that's too much work and
4: i was (laughs) done. i don't help people get away from me
5: (laughs) i didn't i we went to some conventiony thing and i realized i didn't want to be one of these crazy troop leaders who are you know in their 60s singing uh The lion sleeps tonight with a giant stuffed lion above their heads. (laughs) I need it out.
4: (laughs) I'm glad you got out early. You have like a
5: midlife crisis at like seven years old.
0: Like,
5: I don't want to be you. I mean, I was like 13, but yeah. What do you want to be when you grow up? Not that. Nope. (laughs) It was concerning. But anyway, surfing married badges all the way. (laughs) Pin them on their little vests. Send them on their way.
4: <laughs> um, I also really liked Kenneth being like, "I don't care about Etta. She's fucking that little boy. Oh my god, I hate her." And then <laughs> this was
1: my plan. <laughs> but then he's like, it's what "Almost as good as she had fucked him."
2: That was a yeah, a lot. It was a
1: weird, weird line yeah. after he'd spent like half an hour talking about how upset he was. <laughs>
6: Yeah,
3: I think I think Kenneth um gets the merit badge for like least self aware.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's got like a squirrel on it. (laughs) It doesn't
4: know the boxes in. Yeah. I I hope that he also has one that's maybe like a little gas mask to protect him from all the stinky smells that he can't be around <laughs> that drive him crazy <laughs>
0: no smell zone.
4: I do, that all, I do that all the
0: time sometimes I just put my masks
4: on Or no okay I you're right no stuff. it totally it should be a scented candle should be on his yes <laughs> you're right you're right
5: what do you think that Kenneth would do if he met Fitz on his like you know 15th day without a bath
4: he'd, probably, he'd think to himself I'm is... gonna kill him and then walk away yeah. <laughs> yes.
5: If he doesn't take
1: a bath, I'll have to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and even if he does too. take a
5: bath, he might not take a bath for a long time again, so I still might have to kill He's still him. Still on the table.
1: Well, we'll, it's never we'll off see the table. this more in the next <laughs> chapter. But like, there is so often that Kennet will say something and he like ardently believes it, and then like a, like a second later, it like flips like a switch he realizes that the situation is not what he thought it was. And he immediately believes like he's in the right still. Like he believes the other way.
3: Yeah. Like Kenneth is, is like the, he is the poster child for like, for like living in, um, in like so deeply entrenched in his own ego that like, he can't recognize the truth when it hits him in the face. It's, he doesn't it's, understand his, it's himself. He tr- doesn't know his own motives. Like it's yeah, huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not taint our podcast with that
4: no-no word too much.
3: Please <laughs> bleep it out, <laughs> Rachel. Yeah. Hey, we Ashley, it's okay.
1: Dating. Most of our viewers are not from the US, right. so we'll probably be okay.
6: <laughs> <First> please.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the revolution is buried in a in nerd podcast. <laughs>
4: You play this backwards. (laughs) Get help, Stealing into our
0: room at night and stealing us away. Can we talk about
4: rain? Please? Oh my god. It was so good. It was what I needed from one of her escorts for so long. I just needed somebody to, like, buck up and just take charge. (laughs) Possibly the most gratifying thing about being
2: a rereader is having your favorite characters that you know you didn't like in the beginning and were really skeptical of and then completely 180-ing and loving
0: yeah. them is the
5: best part yeah
0: <laughs> and well and just like watching them slowly become that character that you know is is in there is is really satisfying uh but yeah i love that he's like oh she dreamed true and i'm like oh my god
4: That's so <laughs> embarrassing!" and so she's passed out right while all of this is happening she was like not yes. Yes. which she is like it. such a fucking bummer oh my
3: god <laughs> because she would have loved it it would have been like oh yeah, she wouldn't
4: have been mad at him Everything she would have like she woke for. up and she was all like pissy with about him and i'm like no she would have been 100% like let's get hitched right now I'm ready let's do it
2: <laughs> he'll tell it to her as a bedtime story yeah. especially
0: from her point of view this is everything that she ever wanted she wanted someone to put her first Yeah. Mm-hmm. like and first above their own safety above common sense uh, you know
3: like just above propriety <laughs> above like yeah. anything sir and trail yeah. could never
0: no I mean he's like he's like he's being embarrassing but also like super heroic and hot all at the same
3: time yeah because he's being sincere yeah like like he's like literally being led by his heart and he's like i can't let you go i cannot leave you here in this unsafe place when i can take you to safety
0: it's a little bit like when fitz was hopped up on drugs and running through Buckkeep castle screaming about how he's gonna kill people and laughing (laughs) (laughs) she's a little bit of that I really got some of that energy because it's like Ronica's got a Marlin spike and she's like, I'm going to fucking kill you if you take one more step into this fucking house. And he's like, I don't care. (laughs) He just like pushes her over. And then he's got Malta like wrapped up in a blanket. and He's like carrying her like a like a fancy piece of bread. And he's like, "Okay, I stole the baby. I stole
3: the baby. This is the most precious thing in the world she's asleep so it was good
4: i did um i got very weepy when ronica didn't go with them though like i that yeah, uh, that, that was upsetting weird. to me and i would have been okay if she too. said she wanted to stay and fight for bingtown like period but the fact that she's like i'm gonna fight for my city but i also have to stay to bury Devad, and i'm like like, him. like that doesn't really need to be your concern you know it's like you know
0: you didn't learn until the very end that this man was never your yeah no the horse was although i like
5: that she was like turning to Rach as like my old friend i'm like is she though i i was Rach, i've been like wait i thought i was going
0: to. yeah she's like are
4: we are we not (laughs) going on the boat
0: malta needs a maid that girl can't dress herself i'll go rain will dress her it's fine <laughs> I've read that romance novel.
2: <laughs> You've read every romance novel.
6: <laughs> I just read a really good like one. Too many. Uh, I just read a Rachel.
0: really, really good one called The Raycast that just came out this week. What? Wait, what it is that? by. I'm buying
4: it like while you say it out loud.
0: Okay. The... Please don't judge me on the cover because the cover is. We no, judge the
4: covers on books. It's a whole. There's a whole thing about it.
0: Okay, it's called The Rake S. It's by Scarlet the Peckham. Ray- what
4: is the last word that you said? What a name. Oh. Like R-A-K-E.
3: Like rake, Scarlet except Scarlet Peckham. Female yes.
6: Okay.
0: Yes. Uh, and basically, it's like your standard, like, like you know, rogue and a virgin thing, except that it's oh, So, like, the rake is... The rake is the woman and then like the little like, you know, one with the glasses that had, you know, that doesn't know what they're getting into is the, is the-, the architect.
6: Oh, right. Why and is it really the one with it. the glasses?
2: What are you saying exactly? <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait.
0: The, Explain The myself. gender
3: flip stories are always interesting when well executed.
0: Yeah, it was, I mean, like, it has, like, your standard ending and stuff, but I like the bits in the middle, because she's crazy. And it's only $5.99.
4: It's got a four, (laughs) it's got 26 reviews, and it's four stars, so. Good, It was recommended on Faded Mates.
0: So, I always listen to Faded Mates. What was
4: she standing on to be that high? To put her (laughs) bosom in his face. Could be, could be. You know, here's my only problem with the cover of this book. There's um, this quintessentially, like, muscular, hot romance male lead. And then the woman in her white dress. Mm Mm-hmm. And but he's in khakis. He's wearing khakis. Yes. Oh my god. Thank oh, sorry. you. Right? That is exactly <laughs> I my date. He he's wearing not... khakis. I thought he was no. Naked. He's that's... wearing oh, khaki no. pants. No, those are pants. Y'all, when I became no, they're... Single... Oh, they're
3: okay. Those are like buff buff breeches, and they were actually very common. Usually made out of deer skin, and like they were yeah, like sort of sporting cats, gentlemen's um, oh, attire. Now I'm not looking at the cover, but y'all should all look at your phones in our group message because I just sent okay. something through that's totally on point. Yeah,
4: those are khakis. I'll wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, yes. Um... She means a
2: horse. She means a horse. She wants a horse instead.
4: <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Well, that's going to get read here this week. So, that'll be
6: fun. I look forward
0: to that. I enjoyed it. She. There is, it's pretty bonkers and involves, like, almost falling off a cliff, like, in four different situations. Yeah, there's so, so many cliffs. You that's have to good. be very cautious. There's so many yeah. cliffs that they almost fall off of. It's amazing. You just
4: turn around and boof, there's a cliff. Uh. Anyway, I don't know what we were talking about. We'll never know.
0: <laughs> um, rain. rain and <laughs> right. Things. Rain yeah. and his buff breeches. Um, <laughs> he... With a veil. I also love the fact that you have to... He's not just a crazy man in the house stealing away the daughter. He's wearing a veil and no one really
2: knows who he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Batman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> who is that masked man true
3: fair I mean they totally obviously weird. like he spent like a good what like the, the, the visit he made with his mom when they were initially like formally meeting they were there for, like, a like they they spent like two weeks in being down, yeah. he was there every fucking day, so like they would know his voice and his height and probably like what he smells like and everything like oh yeah, yeah that's oh fun. yeah but but on the security footage <laughs>
1: <laughs> <I thought laughs> right. he would have pet eyes like him. <laughs> He's the He's
0: only got a one little who name can tag afford that says, Hello, masks. my
2: name is Rain. Yeah. He has winged eyeliner. I know mm. who that is. <laughs> it's over his veil.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's like bejeweled, yeah. Rhinestone ed- eyeliner.
3: I'm I'm getting I'm starting to get some serious like Jareth vibes here. <laughs>
0: oh my god, Jenny, can you please draw a sexy man in a veil but with the uh, rhinestone eyes on the
3: outside of the veil? Thank you. Jenny. Yes, please.
6: <laughs> Because he definitely described as having those like yes.
3: broad shoulders and that narrow hip, you know, like you do, if do, like, you could do if you could do the Malta,
4: so. the romance book like the romance cover of mm. Rain carrying mm-hmm. Malta out of the house, that would be perfect. Yes, I was please. gonna go
5: for them dancing, but you know, we're that snow- can be delicious. a step back. You gotta
0: Which... do the cover of the rake S But just make them oh,
1: God. He's got a veil but you can see the abs The
2: rake
0: He's S has got a
4: fail, but you
6: can see the abs his yes. shirt's a like days. unbuttoned yeah. to the navel But there's a couple
4: Just like maybe one rogue wart To just throw us off a little bit
3: Is that a wart or a third nipple? We'll <laughs> never know oh, God.
1: Jenny has left the Skype call <laughs> <laughs>
6: Well, see, the the
3: brilliant thing is if you're doing it romance style, you get to do the cover and the step back, which is like where you open the cover and then there's a second image and it's even like sexier than the first. So like the cover can be like him carrying her or dance. Maybe it's the dancing and then the step back is like him carrying her or something. Yeah. We're
5: going to start with the dancing. I'm (laughs) real.
3: Fair. But But when your audience clamors for more, darling, don't
4: say we didn't warn you.
5: (laughs) (laughs) gotta right. finish my
0: self-portrait first speaking of more let's move on to chapter three. we were making
4: like really great time and then it all went to hell <laughs>
5: that's a really long chapter because we got to the good yeah, part
4: right. and like sorry not sorry we, we just have to giggle a lot
3: <laughs> look this book has been really fucking intense okay right okay
6: <sighs>
4: chapter 34 oracle So note that I officially became a serpent sympathizer in chapter 33 because I just felt like that serpent was really misunderstood and mistreated. And then this chapter, really, I was like, all right, fuck humans, leave these fucking serpents alone. So that's where I stand with this. So the chapter opens with vivacious statement, I don't like this, which honestly I probably say several times a day, so same. The gang has just left Divi Town after a handful of months. They left it better than they found it with a new lookout tower and a few structures. The town has hoisted a raven flag that says here to stay on it, which honestly I would really like one of those. So hashtag merch. And the gang is now anchored in Deception Cove at Others Island. And y'all shit is about to get crazy. Vyvesha keeps saying that she remembers this place, but she can't figure out why. And I have a little excerpt here. She says... But when last I was in these waters, I slipped through them swift and sleek. I was new and young. I began here, Wintro. I began here not once, but many times. It's all a circle. A circle that turns. Nothing stops. Nothing is lost. And it all goes spiraling on. Like thread on a spool, Wintro. Around and round it goes, layering on in circles. And yet it is always the same piece of thread. She shivered suddenly in the sun, hugging herself. This is not a good place for us. Wintro notes that she seems disturbed. And he does his invisible touch to read her mind, and he sees the scary flapping wings of dragons, so suffice it to say, my girl is what I like to call in a state. Um, onward ho, though. Kenneth wants his sweet little baby prophet to get a card reading, so Kenneth Winter, and Etta head out for Treasure Beach. Um, Kennet drastically underestimates how hard it will be to peg his way across the island. He thinks, <laughs> he, he thinks it's the others <laughs> making the trip difficult for him instead of acknowledging the fact that he's missing a leg. So he sends <laughs> Wintrow ahead to Treasure Beach so that he can find the perfect trinket without any influence, and not at all because he can't keep up. Not at all. The point of view then switches to <laughs> Wintrow, who decides to sprint his way to the beach because he was all alone. And honestly, I used to do this when I was in college and I had to go home alone at 2 a.m., I'd get super freaked yeah. out because my street was dark and I'd very drunkenly take my shoes off and just bolt like a gazelle running from a lion. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kenneth has given Wintrow instructions. Walk to the beach, find a trinket, drop a coin in the other slot machine, and get a prophecy. <laughs> I guess they didn't have a Chuck E. Cheese where Wintrow grew up, so he needed it explained to him. Uh, Wintrow <laughs> arrives at the beach doesn't really see any trinkets and after a ways he finds some black rocks he's in his interest is piqued he likes nature so he climbs up for a closer inspection he finds some cool tidal pools of sea creatures blah 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 and he decides to climb up further and then um he realizes where he is would be pretty treacherous during high tide dun, dun, dun. but let's look dangerously you guys let's go up this cliff so he finds a cave roughly the size of a carriage with bars on it and as he's fiddling about a sea serpent erupts from a pool of water from inside the cave You guys, this shit. It's like, I wrote a whole bunch of notes, but I might just have to add them a little bit. But so thank God Wintrow has a soul and he decides he's going to free this creature because zoos are not cool. And you don't put large animals behind bars. It's just not okay. So Wintrow sets about freeing the bars. He chisels and scrapes and does a bunch of work and he gets a couple of the bars loose and the serpent's like, oh, hell yeah, I can fit it. I'm I'm out of here. But JK, the serpent can't fit and it gets stuck and it's like gasping for air because it's out of the water. Winter decides he has to try and free the other bar because he can't just leave this thing like this. It's like, what the fuck? So now he's working and he's like touching everything. Then bam, he touches some slime that the serpent left on a bar and it burns like crazy. But now he's mind melding with the serpent. He knows her emotions and thoughts. So he's working on getting another bar free and... Um, He gets it loose and the serpent bolts, but the problem is the tide isn't high enough. And so when she's leaving, she just is kind of like going over a ledge and dropping onto rocks. And it's just like that last scene in Tremors with the graboid (laughs) that just kind of like launches itself. (laughs) And as the serpent was passing Wintrow, she apologizes. She's like, yo, sorry for killing you. And he's like, no, that's cool. (laughs) And I'm like, well, that's a pretty nice reaction. To being almost killed by this thing. But then also he has a moment of like, oh, snap, I know you. And Winter realizes he knows her from the dragons and serpents that he was always putting into his stained glass windows. So Winter realizes he's having a crazy reaction to the slime. He's like puffing up. He can't breathe. His skin is really raw. And basically it sounds like the worst allergic reaction ever. He decides he's going to follow the serpent down onto the beach, but he ends up, instead of kind of gracefully climbing down, just slipping and falling and landing like splat style right on top <laughs> of the slimy serpent, which is not great. He's in horrible pain. The serpent is suffocating on the beach because the water hasn't come up. It's like a fucking beach dolphin. And he's trying to help her to get water on its gills. And she's like, oh, well, we all thank you. And is like, who is we? And she's like, my kind. I'm the last who can save them. I am she who
6: remembers. Oh my God.
4: And so um, she says, if it's not too late, she can still save her peeps. So we flash over to Ken and Etta. They finally have gotten to the beach. They're heading, they're walking down. They don't see winter anywhere. They're getting worried. And then this other pops up and the other is like, yo, get the fuck off my beach. And so Etta and Ken are like, fine. Okay. Yeah, we'll leave. And they do a fake out. And once the other is like bolting down the beach, Ken is like, oh yeah, we got to follow that guy. So they get down there, they finally realize that there's like all, there's hordes of others, they see Wintro, they're like, is he dead? Nah, he's alive. What's well, that big fucking slimy thing next to him? And it's a serpent. And the others are just like descending upon all of them. So basically, like a cool knife fight breaks out. And everybody's like, save Wintro, save the serpent, stabby, stab, stab. And they're slicing and dicing the others. And the others are just really fucking gross, you guys. Like,
6: this section is just.
4: There's like chunks of them floating by in the water. It sounds really, really (laughs) awful. (laughs) Anyways, they get. The serpent makes it into the water because the tide finally comes up high enough. So she's peaced out. Wintro is like this puffy, fucked up mess. And. (laughs) They're like, okay, we got to go. But they can't because the tide is really high. They can't get out. And, oh, yeah, guess what? There's a storm a-brewing. The storm is fucking crazy. And then around the corner, Vivacious coming by. And it's like, how the fuck did she know to come over? Don't worry about it. They're trying to get to her. They send out a little rescue boat. They get into the rescue boat. But then the tides are all crazy and the wind is all bananas. And they can't get to it. And they're just like oh we're all gonna die like winter's all puffy and we're just drowning and we're gonna die and then Kenneth has this really amazing lieutenant dan moment where into the raging wind (laughs) and sea he just yells i shall live i demand it i command it (laughs)
6: it's like so fucking funny to me
4: oh man it's exactly what lieutenant dan did it's crazy so the serpent's like yeah like we gotta we got to nip this in the butt. So she raises her pretty little head out of the water and she's like, I'm going to throw you a bone. And she noses and pushes their little rescue boat back to Vivacia. And I guess, you know, she just is really over them being pathetic. And I guess she also kind of owed him one. So they all make it back to the Vivacia. And of course, Vivacia's she's calls her her sister of the sea. She knows her the usual, um, the chapter closes with Kenna and Edit trading shifts on Vivacia as they watch over the very messed up Wintro. And Edda's like, oh, hey, by the way, I found this in my boot. I think it came from Other's Island. And she holds out what appears to be the grossest thing ever. And it's a very realistic, <laughs> tiny carved little baby wrapped in a serpent's tail. And she asks, what does it mean? To which Kenna replies, I think we both know, don't Or, or what did he say? I think we both know, don't we? And I'm like, that's not cool, Kenneth. You're never supposed to answer a question with another question. No. <laughs> and that's where we're left.
1: What, what <gasps> this is is more even more bonkers than the last serpent chapter. It was crazy. <laughs>
2: I laughed so hard picturing the serpent flopping down toward the ocean, oh. like to like
4: just like trying to like ugh, get there. Like, Did I like, imagine
1: God. that at one point they described it as like inchworming? No,
4: yeah, that's yes. what
0: it said. Like, yeah, <laughs> yes, I that happened.
1: <laughs> oh man.
0: Well, also she's crippled, right? Because she's been growing, she's all crooked and she can't like stretch
4: out. So she's, she's giant. She's, she's just in a kind of tiny little space, riding. yeah. It was yeah. not a good look. And then Wintro with the <laughs> puffs. I don't know. I just envision him as being like a body that was left in water too long. And it's just really swollen and disgusting.
2: I mean, yeah. I know that they can understand each other because Wintro touched her slime. But if this counts as a dance, then I don't think they're compatible.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I just love when she's like, sorry, I killed you. And he's like, oh, no, Big. it's okay. <laughs>
0: I just, you know, she's gonna go out there and she can really only swim left. So she's just, <laughs> uh, she's just gonna swim left until she finds the serpents and they're gonna be like, What the fuck oh are God. you? <laughs> she who remembers. <laughs> she's all like stunted and she weird. She needs a Gulf and... Stream
4: so she can just like ride. I have to try.
0: Aw, poor thing. So... Why did the others have her locked up there? I know. And who
3: are the fucking
4: others? What are the And they others were like, she's mine. I'm like, no, she is not. You don't get to own her. She is her own entity. But she's calling them
5: abominations, and then I feel like the ships are sort of called abominations.
3: Sort of. So, I don't know.
4: I don't know. You think well, they're,
0: interesting. they're like little little wooden people
3: yeah i was wondering about about the abomination saying like what does she know about the others that we don't know but they like what is she perceiving
4: are they
1: like half serpent
4: they're they're slugs that jaws open up real giant and they've got weird fucking arms the descriptions of the arms i reread it like three times to be like so what's happening with its arm like how is like frills with hands on the end <laughs> what, that fuck?
1: it sounds like, like they don't have bones something? in their arms
4: yeah. Like the twiggy little... To me, like, it, feels like,
0: it feels like that like Robin Hobb had sleep paralysis once and like woke up in the middle of the night and like looked at the foot of her bed. <laughs> yeah. oh god. And, and there sat another...
1: That's, that's her it, sleep paralysis demon. And they like, smell
3: yeah, and really just, bad? I don't know. Yeah, they were kind of like there was like a zombie vibe, like they're animated corpses or something. Is so weird and gross i don't know i nervous. felt really bad
4: for them when like the chunks of their bodies was like cruising past when they're trying to get like get through the waves i'm like oh yeah that, that's not good
5: <laughs> it's just interesting going from like the six statues where like things are fairly normal up there and then it's like slug fish
0: people like, what the fuck? hey you know fitz had to look at that that uh Rug, but not a rug, tapestry, but oh, right. he that was that freaked him out,
6: right? It was just others <laughs> and a dragon. It?
3: Just... like what an abomination! He could talk to dogs, what an abomination he was. You yeah. have
0: to draw and quarter him, yes, over but like, and set him on but fire. but like that's
3: a
5: person and a dog, not like <laughs> slug fish person, right? You don't have slugs, definitely have very them like them.
4: quote unquote normal in Buck like Look, even I the porch ones I were still another, just. I take the people. A train.
5: Yeah, and yeah, I mean they had like you know stone dragons, but that was
3: that was arguably just like super like powerful enchantment. Yeah,
5: yeah, I mean it was just like sculpture, but that came some
0: sculptures ugly. That's all.
5: (laughs) (laughs) There was no giant other with wings.
0: (laughs) Ew! (laughs) They're lucky they didn't have wings.
1: So I was curious about A certain detail that I Don't think really came to Anything um, So the little charm really Wanted Etta to be on that Island mm-hmm. And maybe it was to find that little Gross baby thing or maybe it was Because Kenneth couldn't possibly walk around Without somebody <laughs> holding him up Uh for her
5: knife fighting skills. But
1: I when I first heard that, my immediate thought was she's wearing that earring that came from Other's Island.
6: Uh, and maybe that'll come up
1: again. It um, didn't. But yeah. it didn't. So I don't know. They kinda of like yeah, didn't I'd...
4: give a shit about them being there, with the exception of like they just wanted them to leave because they didn't want the others didn't right. want them to help with the serpent's escape, you know? Like but other than that, it didn't seem like they were taking issue with them. I was fully prepared for like the others to recognize him of like you took something from our island that's against the protocol yeah. and then like you have mm-hmm. the audacity to come back here
0: well maybe they didn't have time yeah. to yeah check the records or whatever
4: <laughs> or, or maybe
3: the others are sort of like um, you know all humans look the same or something and he has <laughs> got a peg leg now and he's like got this hot lady on his arm like he's a different, yeah. different. different
1: totally guy. different guy
5: So before, like at the very beginning, when Kenneth was talking about the others' island and stuff, there was the theories that they were going to take them to an oracle. So this is the oracle. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes. Interesting.
0: This is the oracle. Left swimming serpent.
6: (laughs) Absolutely.
4: I also was fully prepared for them to be like. Serpent? Hell no! That's who ate off my my man's leg, and then like just like go in for a stabby attack. But they didn't do that either. So,
0: I mean, it's nice to think. What is that? I
3: know. Sorry, I'm opening a bag of snacks
0: <laughs> <laughs> Snack time. Uh, it, no. Well, you know what? I'm going to save it. I'm not going to say anything. I'll say it in spoilers. <laughs> Oh, rude. So my
5: question was: This serpent had, like, the eye spots on it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah, and she like was right. a she who remembers. So does that mean that Falcon is supposed to be a remembering serpent? I mean, he you knows some stuff, but like, no, he's I mean, the Cuezos he just...
0: tatarak. He can't remember shit. He only looks <laughs> forward.
5: But like, was he supposed to? And they've just been swimming around for so long that he forgot. God, I hope no, not.
0: she. She who no, she is, He is. He is. He who remembers that she who remembers exists.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Fine. But no, they've been searching for her, and she's been locked up in this fucking cave all this time. Which is, which is just yes.
0: wrong. Which begs the question: Does your entire reproductive cycle depend on one entity being in a specific place at a specific? It, it
1: time? seems real dumb. It doesn't sounds seem great. like a very yeah, uh, a very uh, I mean, good system.
0: What could go wrong? You know, <laughs> magic always has its downside.
1: <laughs> it sounds like this island was one of uh, maybe a, a breeding point of some kind.
0: Well, yeah, because it's like super sheltered, right? There are no
1: yeah
4: big storms.
5: Is that why the others are somehow abominations? Because they're just like half-formed. I think they're abominations things.
4: because they held her captive.
5: Well, yeah, but then they'd just be like evil, not abomination. Sounds like they're like supposed to. Yeah, be like something
3: they're un- else. Yeah, like they're unnatural mm-hmm.
4: or like there's something. They definitely sound unnatural. <laughs> I don't know. I need to know. I need to know more. Like well, I don't really want to know more about them, but I.
1: So that hope
4: we get a little bit more.
1: That little uh, so after after Malta got marked by the dragon in the pod or in the in the the cocoon to be like to have dreams and whatnot, she got the mm-hmm. the dark blue spot on the back of her neck, which reminds me. Uh, I know the... I, I noticed that too yeah. There
4: was like they made a note of saying Like she hit her neck in the one chapter And then the next chapter her mom's like What's with the spot on your neck
1: And then the Rainwilders other than the ones That were de- are described as warty Are described as bluish So I'm wondering if maybe It's similar maybe it's just like Being in contact with dragons Um, So hmm. maybe being in contact with Serpents makes you all funky too I don't know
0: Choose, choose your evolutionary path. <laughs> of course, still
5: moving to the six duchies. <laughs>
0: I want to be a wolf.
1: I also, <laughs> I also think it's interesting, and they mag. don't, they haven't, we haven't gotten there yet, but uh, in the next section, she, they attribute it to her carriage accident. Yes, but it, they noticed it before the carriage. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and see, here's 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 my close reading. I didn't even notice that they brought up her uh, bruised neck again.
0: You were too distracted. I <laughs> was too distracted
5: by rain. <laughs> One track mine. Wait, by rain running. Around by the next section do you mean the next chapter or like the next.
3: The end, like the the next chapter. Next chapter,
5: the chapter thirty-five. I don't even—I didn't mention it in the next chapter, so I clearly didn't pay (laughs) attention.
0: Well, Jenny, just take us through chapter thirty-five, so I don't have a four-hour episode to edit.
5: Chapter thirty-five is called Treehog, and I did not mention the spot, so (laughs) (laughs) someone point out where that was supposed to be. Uh, So we start out with a wild seldon appears. And he speaks now, and he likes tree houses and he has friends, and it's so much character development I can hardly process it. <laughs> <laughs> As Malta says, he's become a person. Uh, so anyway, Malta and Selden are chilling in her treehouse room because she's still recovering after the Ten ordeal, which means she also refuses to go anywhere else in the city. Selden, on the other hand, has been everywhere and knows all the good gossip and secrets. In fact, in fact, he likes Treehog so much, he begs Malta to let him live with her and Rain after they're married. Because he never wants to go go back to Bingtown again. And I mean, I I can understand that. So she says, we'll see, because she's still not sure about Rain right now. So later, a healer comes in to visit her and says she's pretty much fine. She just needs to get up and actually move. And (laughs) yeah, I get it. Quarantine has made me lazy too. (laughs) Um, So while Malta waits for her healer prescribed chaperone to come and help her walk around, she thinks more about all that Selden has told her. Apparently he's a chatterbox now. Um, he told her about ghost disease, which is what killed Rain's father and almost got him too. And Seldon says it means drowning in memories, which again gives me fits, flashbacks. Um, so next to the upper revolving door of her room comes Rain, and Malta's <laughs> furious with him because he didn't trust her that night. At the fall with his plans, and it's why they got attacked. And he'd just been honest with her. But then wait. Rain does something that Malta didn't know a man could do. He admits that he was wrong. And this is where I'd like to bring back our mantra of down with Kyle,
1: because
5: she (laughs) clearly is just like, well, my father could never do that. Um, So now that Malta knows that this is possible, she forgives Rain immediately, because frankly, it's just too unsettling to see him like that. Um... (laughs) So then they discuss Bingtown polit- Bing and politics for a bit, or rather Rain does, until Malta is just like, I can't hear this anymore, and then she like curls up in his arms, um, until her walking buddy shows up, and ooh, scandal, but Rain tells her that he'll just see to walking her around. So they're getting ready, and they're having a little hair brushing moment, uh, where Malta learns that Rain has curly hair. She asks to see him, but he tells her that she has to marry him first, and she's just not ready for that. Uh, He also tells her that she isn't bound to marry him by the blood debt anymore because the liveship debt has already been forgiven so long as he stays out of the city and away from the dragon. And Malta is surprised that he had given up the city because she knew from their shared dreams that that was his heart. So she realizes this is a big thing for him. Um, So they talk about the dragon and the fact that it hates rain now and that it might just drown him in memories. And he was shocked to hear that Selden had said such a thing. And Malta asks him if she married him as payment of the blood debt, if that would mean that he could go back to the city, but he tells her no. In the end, they do go for that walk. Uh, Later on, we see Kefria in a meeting with Johnny and some of the other Rainwilders discussing what to do about the Satrap and the war with Jamelia and Chalcedon, and lo and behold, more character development. Kefria has ideas. Uh, She volunteers to go back to Pingtown and risk her life to pretend to turn traitor and find out all the dirt on the Jamelian politicking to give them an advantage. And she kind of regrets saying it after, but then everyone agrees, so now she actually kind of has to do it. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, at night, Malta tasks Sel- Selden with guiding her into the city. She wants him to take her to the dragon, and he leads her in a secret way. That they discover, uh, uh, he leads her a secret way in a secret way, and they discover that like Rain, she can make the jizim on the walls um, light up the whole hallway. And so that's that's a nifty little power. Um, and then they get to the part where a wall is given way, and Selden tells her that she'll have to climb through there, but he doesn't really want to go anymore, so she leaves him behind and goes on without him. Dun-dun-dun. And then we, like, leave off with a cliffhanger.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Very claustrophobic chapters, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> Lots of... like What with the like inchworming and being stuck in a cage and being stuck in a carriage and now going through these ruins.
6: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
5: So Seldon's like a character now.
0: Sort yeah, of.
4: I know. I'm like he went from being, <laughs> being non-existent and two years old to being very present and like eleven.
3: That's what happens when you have like appropriate peer contact. If you've been deprived throughout your entire <laughs> <time. laughs> no, life, like, there's, not... there's other
5: people to play with now. It's exciting. I
2: have friends. Although,
3: actually, I don't know that that is entirely true. Because, like, I, like a lot of times kids that don't have contact with other kids, then, like, they don't know how to relate to them and they don't know how to play. So, I guess all the Rain Wild kids were, like, super bored with each other and happy to have a playmate, so they, like, taught him how to be a playmate.
4: Yeah. Good maybe,
3: be,
0: maybe because they all wear veils and stuff, they've like learned how to communicate more because they don't have like, <laughs> facial expressions or body language or anything. Mm-hmm.
2: They're like cats; they have to be slowly introduced in separate rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they wear veils? Or, there, this though? whole time, Seldon's
0: been just running around, and no one's noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Seldon's in a big town gang.
3: <laughs> Actually, maybe that's
4: that's a good theory. <laughs> that's why he's been game. so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> you'll never suspect them they children well, I,
3: yeah i don't think they wear the see? veils there because um like malta talks about how the healer looks her skin looks like a muffin and malta can't even well,
0: I, well I, she still, still doesn't know she doesn't see rain's face yeah but think, rain is think...
1: refusing to show his face until they're married ah
4: uh. Which a thing. like bolt? That's a big ass, there, buddy. That's a. Yeah. That's, a that's also <laughs> Lots like. That like, episode of Love alarm. is blind, <laughs> right? I'd be
0: like, wait, what? Not even a little pixie? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it doesn't. She even... knows
5: he has curly hair now. She can like do a sketch, yeah. like a police sketch. <laughs> is he not, like? What's... See, he can I, totally I was, describe different parts oh, of his cool. face.
1: i to was her expecting her to say, know, "Well, I'm right. not going to agree to this until I see your face."
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, L- Lint, listen,
5: listen. Be a rebel, Rain.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Prove to me how much
5: you love Rain.
0: Except in the that iron
3: he... mask. Except that he was very clear. He's like, It's how I am courting you, Malta. Not like, he didn't say it was a rain wild tradition. Like, that was pretty clear. That yeah. He was just like, I no, it was no I think family was like a mystery. Tradition. I
6: don't
4: well, know. What but... happens
0: when Rain doesn't have any more mysteries to give her? <laughs>
4: I would just, act. I would fake it one day and be like, oh my god, there's a bee! And like, swap my arms
6: around oh, you know and just like, it it's, knock his hat it's off. East,
0: it's east of the sun, west of the moon. She's gonna sneak in in the middle of the night, and look upon his face, even though she's not allowed. And then he's gonna wake up and turn into a polar bear. Or he doesn't have a face. <laughs> it doesn't have
4: a face. It's just one butt.
0: It's like the villain from the second never ending story. Yeah. <laughs>
4: creepy no face. Well, now we know she's definitely not gonna do that because that would have been a big fat spoiler. <sighs> <laughs> right. I don't spoil it. Maybe she'll yet. go with my B attack method. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Look, Malta Malta can't handle like walking on the uh the tree hog streets well enough to like make the effort to sneak into his room. If she could even that's like true. sneak, you know, she'd be like too yeah. busy hugging like the middle, like trembling the whole way. Like he's got right. warning for like ten oh, feet God. of bridge at least. So in
0: this chapter, do they explain what they mean by the ghost disease with Rain's father? Yes.
6: Yeah.
5: Um, Yeah. They, they say, say I don't, it's drowning I in memories it might be the next chapter that you oh, get might more be detail the next, on it. Where they were uh, so that I I very important it.
0: detail. Okay. Yes. Oh, never mind.
5: This you just get drowning in memories. And yeah, uh, oh,
0: I thought Rain that was, being scandalized that, that
5: the... Seldon said that. And is that what they think of him?
4: Right.
1: I thought that was what we were talking about. God I I crap. like the no, development there's from uh, there's more from Malta Malta going from like being scared of everything in the outdoors and like the worms underneath her feet and things moving in the bushes to her like crawling in holes in the middle of. You know, like in
0: the middle of the night, in the mud. Yeah,
1: and she's she's dirty, and it's like her dress is getting torn up, and
0: and the water is like acidic, right? Like that's why they have to have special boats because uh, yeah, regular boats get, get eaten up. <laughs> 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 you yeah, have to
5: pee on the boat.
0: No, Ray's like Mata
4: You
5: know so many things. <laughs>
6: uh,
5: she's like, oh, that was real. Oh, god. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Great.
0: well i uh i am very for kefria fucking off and getting a
4: getting a plot
6: line.
4: Yes. I, I loved the but she was like yeah i'll do it no i can't do that i can't do that i'm like what
6: did i do and and then like, like Great okay,
4: idea. <laughs> you'll leave tomorrow <laughs> Get out.
5: it's like i like the one one brainwilder who's like you know, like, take some time and think about this.
3: And Johnny's like, no, the boat's leaving tomorrow. She's yeah, got to make her like,
6: choice.
3: <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciated, like, the... Like, it was it was very um, sad, I thought. But, like, I appreciated that she has that moment where she, like, talk Like, she talks and she shares her idea and then she immediately, like, runs into self-doubt, like um thinking like why would they listen to me i'm just a stupid like nobody you know right. daughter i don't do anything i don't have anything i'm not creative and like especially in contrast to how rain has already described her as being like oh she's such a value to our meeting she has a great perspective and she like brings so much and so yeah, it's, like, Malta she totally... was, like my
2: mother what <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: but, but part of that i think has to do with how kefria per- perceives herself like she's mm-hmm. she doesn't know how other people perceive her yeah, or she like needs, well she needs
4: that peer review. Like, she needs people mm-hmm. to write that down and, like, pass it over on a piece of paper. Yeah. Uh,
0: what about that little illicit scene where they cuddled, where they both had their feet off the ground in the bed? <laughs> he- I
4: was there for it. Sandal. I really just liked them having honest conversation tender mm-hmm. moments like it was mm-hmm. just nice to see both of them bond and be enjoying each other's presence and getting getting comfort from one another i guess and and yeah. we have
0: we have moved beyond the age
3: difference we're okay with it we've settled oh who kids no, it
4: doesn't matter yeah
3: <laughs> yeah because like at, the, at this point it's you know like she's she's making she she's more adult than like her mother
4: <laughs> yeah, and she has ball she's, She came out. Yeah, she she has been
5: officially presented now. Yes,
3: yeah. The satrap sexually harassed her. Um <laughs> for whatever that's worth for all like, Right, you're and, a woman right? now.
1: So she's yeah. promoted sexually from 14 harassed. to 20. now or 14 yes, to 18. that's how
3: that's, that's how female sexuality works. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, yeah, I think I was 12 when one of my brother's like 18 year old friends hit on me, and like that was like. That was, that was that like suddenly I was yeah. game. Yeah, I was like 13 when my mom said I couldn't wear tank tops anymore
4: so. oh my gosh <laughs> Rachel would have to wear different clothes so she put like a she put on like a sweater like a hoodie over her tank they were not even tank tops these were sleeveless shirts <laughs> this is it's not like she was leaving off a, a spaghetti straps. Okay. I'm just, I'm just
1: imagining no. Rachel cutting the sleeves off of her shirts.
0: <laughs> Essentially, I was like a tomboy. They were not like femininely cut cl- pieces of clothing. Half the time, they were sleeveless turtlenecks. Like, yeah, it was like
4: not like a bodycon. Like oh, so situation. like cloud They were
1: like yes, <laughs> Rachel.
3: yeah i i also appreciated the the continuance of um malta's thought pattern where you know from the ball where she was like realizing this is how my father speaks to my mother you Mm -hmm. know when she was hearing that and then like she when 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 rain apologizes she like Mm -hmm. has that very conscious realization like oh my god like i i don't have (laughs) like yeah and i don't have to hold on to everything he ever fucks up and use it as like a club against him i don't have to like use it as a weapon i can just let it go because he's if he's if he fucks up he's going to admit it like and i can just forgive it and like we can move on
6: kyle sucks
3: kyle i think he's enjoying that
6: prison (laughs) cell
0: slowly filling with water or something his own feces so the i I think that this is more of hob like deliberately writing scenes and characteristics for rain and malta Um, that make us because what i wanted to get back to like the kind of the idea that they still are quite a bit uh far apart in age Mm -hmm. uh and that it is still it bothers me a little but the way that she writes them and the way that she has been slowly characterizing them it's not lustful like Mm -hmm. i'm sure there's lust there but it's it's healthy like they communicate uh they're moving along slowly it makes it better for me as a reader than to just be like i guess i just have to get over the
3: fact that she's you know 15 and he's 20 right well i mean i think like relative maturity levels too because he like he barely like he just he had to beg like to be treated as mm-hmm. essentially a man of the family like right, so in some ways yeah, he's I almost like still being treated as you know as if he's younger than he is and like you know we know that he hasn't had any like female experience besides malta because he hasn't been interested in anyone else is like she flipped the switch for him and you know um so in some ways he is like a young 20 and that helps yeah yeah i think that does help absolutely and she's obviously like an old, you know, 13 or 14 or whatever she is. So, like, they're kind of meeting in the middle there.
5: I assume she's 14 at this point. I hope so. <laughs> she's,
4: no, she's like 15, isn't she? She's 15. No, she, was
3: like a, she was like 12 when the, when the, books, yeah. when the books started. No. So maybe no. she had two birthdays and maybe. Sel-
1: she's Selden was 12 when they started. I think she was like 14. She yeah. was 13. 13. Okay, oh, She
0: was definitely younger than Wintrow, and Wintrow
4: was 13. But then we've only passed, like, a year and change, Winter, so yeah. depending on when her birthday is, she could be either 14 or 15. I
5: think she's 14. <laughs>
4: I'm going with 15. of doesn't
1: matter anymore. I'm on, like, it's all I'm on, like 13 to
3: 14, but, like...
5: I think they're, like, six years apart, which is, like... Fine later in life. It's just really awkward right now. Let's be honest. Have
1: you ever met a fourteen-year-old that acted like Malta?
6: Which Which
4: Malta? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. which Malta? Like like petulant, bratty Malta? Current Malta? Current Malta? Me? I was. I was. I was going to say Ashley would totally
0: crawl into a hole in a crumbling city in the middle of the night. (laughs) You were having.
5: Existential crises about what is inside of you.
3: I mean, if if you want to talk about, like, you know, actually running the household, like, um, you know, a woman of the family and being responsible and understanding that if you want to get your life straightened out, you have to do it yourself. Like, yes. Like, I I took that on when I was 13. I was
4: 12 going on 40, 15 going on 50. Yeah. Ashley has (laughs) always
0: been. Been ahead of the game for sure. Uh, okay, I'm gonna try to close this out. Uh, start <laughs> thinking about thinking start start thinking about the fact that we only got one more section left. So oh, every
4: episode, it's prompts. gonna be crazy, you guys. We're not even. Getting, it's gonna pull <laughs> out, out of your butt. Out. Like, yeah. It's... Look at the
5: fact that we've done all of this while we're still in quarantine.
4: <laughs> oh god, yeah. I've done this whole book, I'm on week eight of work from home isolation. Yeah. All
0: right, this be my crew. Character introductions and exits. Why, hello, she who remembers. Oh, hey, girl, How, are girl.
5: Goodbye, How are you? Goodbye, Dabod. Where are you going? In the horse. And Applebottom.
0: Yes, Applebottom. Yes, goodbye. Applebottom. Goodbye, Dabod. <laughs> and Bottom. And
4: the others, but fuck others,
0: so. <laughs> hello, the others. I mean, I'm sure hello.
4: there's still some others. Other others. Hello,
0: Selden Vestrit slash Haven. <laughs> Whatever your name is, whoever you are, you suddenly exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> X marks the spot. We were all briefly together and now we're all being flung to different places now. Where the heck are we? We are in the Rainwilds. We are in Bingtown. We are on the water. We are in Others Island.
5: Have you told Joey that we're actually in the Rainwilds now? Because i it. <laughs> <what I'm>
3: <laughs> it only took like one and three-fourths of a book. While I was painting myself blue earlier today, <laughs>
0: <laughs> as you do, Joey walked into our, the bedroom because that's where I was set up, and he asked me a question that I can't repeat uh, for the non for the non spoiler uh, new readers. Uh, and I was like, "Why are you asking me?" He's like, "Well, you gotta be like into the third book by now," and I was like, "Oh, some <laughs> child." uh anyway what what a tangle what are the serpents doing what aren't they doing? dying dying remembering working poisons yeah can They're you imagine maybe
1: next section the they'll be led to tree hog where they will not be reborn
4: that's, <laughs> you think that that shit's gonna that's not to gonna happen in it. the next five chapters i feel like that'll happen in the next <laughs> book Maybe it will, though. She, goes, she gets wild in her last five chapters. Yep. So. That's true. She's like, we had nothing for 47 chapters, but oh here, we're going to pack it in there.
5: I mean, Selden has started speaking, so we're clearly at like the signs of the apocalypse. So this- yeah, like nothing
3: yeah. is impossible at this point.
4: My my concern nothing- is that Selden is going to die very soon because, because he spoke. we're getting a little he too spoke. much time with him. And then it's just going to be like, he's gone.
3: Well, if, we, if he has a point of view next time, we know. Yeah. Oh, God.
0: Uh, is this the patriarchy, misogyny, capitalism, slavery,
5: and fashion
0: Absolutely. Never ending Ugh.
1: misogyny. Well,
5: don't
4: wear <laughs> a rain. plain we, dress. We,
5: we...
4: Yeah, right? <laughs> God help you if you wear a plain-ass dress.
0: God help you if you wear, like, a fancy dress. Right? Fancy. You're either
4: a slut or a marm. There's no no in-between. You're too much. You're either 14 or
3: 40. There's no in-between. You're inviting attention. You look like you don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so
5: waiting for buttons.
0: All I was doing was groping you publicly at your own, you know, debut Debut. ball. Quinceanera. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you mad?
4: It really was like a giant mass quinceanera.
5: (laughs) <laughs> where she may or may not have been fifteen. They
0: also locked up she who remembers.
6: Yeah, that, yeah. that's
3: misogyny. Fuck those others and their patriarchy. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> she who remembers is a misandrist, and I support her.
6: <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I can't wait to see
1: uh, she who remembers coming in contact with other serpents.
4: Yo,
1: it's going
6: to
4: be wild. Team Serpent. They're going to be like, I know
1: you! And they're all
0: just going to start You're going to inchworm into your heart. Ew, They're all going to start like horking bile and eating it and then like, like, why are you ruining this precious
4: moment?
2: It's real.
3: (laughs) She's ruining it with how they are. (laughs) see, she's describing the biology void of the sentimentality. So. Honestly, you guys,
4: I, you saying horching, really it made me think, like, part. I can't tell you how many times on a Zoom, like, meeting my cat has been laying <laughs> beautifully in the sun in the window, and they've just been like,
6: I immediately
4: <laughs> 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 my mic, I'm like,
5: oh. It's too bad that she who remembers can't get on a Zoom call with the rest of the serpents and just, like, tell them the memories and done with it. <laughs>
0: okay so reminder for the next reading section we have chapters 36 through 40 which is the epilogue we have an epilogue suddenly um i have no content warnings for the last section but i do have a warning if you have the same copy of madship that i do there's a nice big fat section of fool's fate just sitting there for you to read that's insane don't read that please don't
2: read that <laughs> How
0: is that? Why? a good
1: idea? Why? 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 <laughs> no. Why? No. Seriously. <laughs> why? Like
2: the third book. Sense. It's not the next book. In the yeah.
0: It's literally four books from now. Please do not read it. I am begging you. Don't even like. Don't even look at the chapter header.
2: Who's the don't publisher? Look at it. You
0: want to shame loud. I
5: want to know
4: what the chapter
3: is? What the fuck surfaced.
1: is wrong with these publishers? <laughs> God. <laughs>
3: Well, probably the Kindle edition of these books came out right... at the same time that full state was being promoted, so like they thought it was a good idea, or maybe mine, like an update. Mine has an
4: excerpt from Mad Ship at the
3: basement. yeah. I was gonna say mine does too, yeah. which is the Wait. book that this is. What, what? it has <laughs> an I'm excerpt from it its own book from the own yeah. from this
2: book. Does it just start over and it's twice as long? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna
6: look at. <laughs> This is the book. Well, we chapter, are in the curse on cursed shores. Time
3: time plays funny tricks that's here. So oh shit! Yeah, that's that, weird. The I really love that. That's much much better
0: than <laughs> reading. They're on the like, I can't of even us, describe sure. to you in what kind of hell you'll be in if you decide to read. Just read Fool's Fate from where we are. Yeah, just read <laughs> the end of us. the
1: trilogy that we're about to read next.
2: Who are these people? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, why is
0: everyone crying? Okay. I am Rachel. You can find me at Darth Rachel on Twitter. Darth <laughs> <laughs> underscore Rachel on Instagram. And you can email us all at
2: buckkeepradio at gmail.com i'm Alyssa. you can find me at alissa i'm
5: jenny you can find me at faces fray on instagram
1: i'm eli and you can find me at chewy bread cosplay
3: i'm elena you can find me at moth elena
4: and i'm ashley and i'm on instagram at ladybird parker
3: okay thank you spoiler section
0: next and it's going to be just me and Alyssa. <laughs> oh, okay. Yay, I get to leave.
1: Oh, amazing.
5: I just want to know what the Fool's Fate chapter is.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm excluded.
1: We're going to do Hooray.
5: a reading. Of Are Fool's you guys fate. just going to
4: read? Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> I just don't know what the
5: title is.
2: Wait, wait. Who's still on the call?
0: Me. Bye. Bye. Oh,
1: bye, I guess.
2: <laughs> anyway, my fan fiction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's called <laughs> chapter <laughs> It's literally called Chapter 1 Lizards. Okay.
5: <laughs> yeah,
2: that is All right. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. <welcome>. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so the others. Yes, what did you want to
6: say?
0: I was just thinking that, like it's interesting that we have characters like Kenneth and Edda who are fairly or at least Kenneth is fairly evil, and Edda has had not a lot of chances in her life to be a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like not great people, right? They're not full of selfless acts. Yes. Uh, and yet the others are abominations by the very humanity that they have absorbed
2: yes exactly it's just ironic i guess
6: it is, is. That oh yeah. that's a good deep
2: thought yeah i like it's that
0: like, yeah. that you know that they are the ones who are being inhuman i guess it's the worst parts of humanity that they've absorbed which is the
2: cruelty and the selfishness certainly persistent parts jenny and yeah. eli were doing pretty good depositing. Yeah
0: yeah that they were like malformed i mean they uh, are malformed serpents mm-hmm.
2: imagine getting um, that in your egg gross
0: <laughs> yeah you just come out and you're like oh no uh, <laughs> and just leave it on the island this, this isn't what i was supposed to be i guess i have to be horrible now um that was my thought about serpents uh so next we are going to get the destruction of treehog the freeing of tentaglia and that is where the book ends oh the glory with that very long i guess it's really not that long but it feels long where uh selden and rain are basically drowning in mud oh yeah like <laughs> that does drag on
6: Mm-hmm. and the ceiling
0: just falls on them piece by piece <laughs> and it feels very much like playing a video game
2: <laughs> it reminds me of trying to get out of the paths of the dead in the return of the king game boy video game or the GameCube, <laughs> i think it was it's the hardest section of that game oh gosh i'm like why is it trying to talk to me about fool's fate i don't want... what on earth mine just ends with like an advertisement <clears throat> and I, I i can't tell what's worse ending with the se- section of the same
0: book you just read <laughs> that's pretty funny nothing, <laughs> nothing. or four books uh, just a, a chapter from a book four books later i don't know yeah, so they get, Kefria leaves. That's another thing, is like, Kefria is like, like, cool, I'll leave, she'll be safe here. And I'm like, she was literally just canoodling in a room alone with that boy, but sure, she'll be safe. Here.
2: Yeah, I guess, let him, let him go for Next it. Next time you see that girl, she's gonna be pregnant. Oh, God. <laughs> like... <laughs> they're slow-burning it. It's fine. They're okay.
0: Yeah, so yeah, Malta goes down, and then they're trying to find her, blah, 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 blah. Seldon has like, he he, he doesn't die. It's gonna be okay
2: oh, stupid Tintaglia though gotta start listening to her ass oh my god she's so she's so much she has the too much gene
0: <laughs> so I have uh, still not brought myself to start uh Sh- Ship of Destiny
2: well you're
5: in Star
0: Wars brain now. yeah <laughs> are we taking a break yeah i don't know
2: i feel like people aren't going to want to so i'll do what you want we'll lead what everyone you're doing the most work you get the most say
0: <laughs> what is yeah sure, but the thing is, is every single time i open it i'm just gonna try it right now it won't load the first like three pages of the first chapter
2: oh you know what okay. let them go you weren't meant to see them just skip just, it. Just yeah,
0: move it's on. It's probably just a. It's probably just a serpent-based prologue. Anyway,
2: who wants to see that? No one. Yeah. It's probably an excerpt of the first Rainwilds book. <laughs> just to throw you off. <laughs> just to throw us off. Oh, was that? Oh, I had
0: another thought, and then I couldn't say it because I was going to say the thing about the others. Oh, oh, the thing that Joey asked. me. Oh yes,
2: yeah. What did Joey ask? So he
0: walked in and he, I was like painting myself blue. And he's like, so have they figured out who Amber is yet? (laughs) And I was like, not really. They have theories. They know something's up. He's like, how can they not know? I'm like, you don't know. You only know because I know. And I've told you about these books before you ever read them.
2: The layoff. Yeah. He's in no position to judge ever, but especially now.
0: It's funny, though, because he's like, oh, are you guys going to be starting, you know, the next Fitz book? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, no, we got like eight more weeks. (laughs) (laughs) These
2: books are so long. The chapters get longer. And weirder. Mm. Uh, Okay. Yeah. That's
0: that's all I have. Same. Cool. Beautiful. Um, Enjoy the last section of Mad Ship. Or try to. And then we will begin our uphill climb to to something else,
2: or downhill flop into the ocean. <laughs> it's a it's a hump, an, an inching
0: hump, yeah. <laughs> like a walrus <laughs> just just turning left endlessly, and then each each left loop just lets you get farther out into the ocean.
2: The serpent must be so sad. <laughs>
0: I feel so bad for her. It, like, I think after I read her chapter, I was like, I'm going to do some yoga. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, ooh.
6: <laughs> need to create some my space. <laughs> In Am I the sitting body. up straight?
0: Am I breathing? Are my shoulders down? <laughs> <sighs> Reminder, drink water and relax your shoulders. Yes. Cool.
6: All right. Talk to you next time. Bye.
0: Bye.